Hello, and welcome to this very special semi-accidental episode. This is me talking into the Earthworks ethos. So before you listen to what you're about to listen to, I decided it would probably be a good idea to have just a little bit of context. Basically, what happened was I made my review of the Blue Sona, and I really like that microphone. In fact, after using it and editing that video, which was a lot longer than the finished version was, I preferred the Sona to the SM7B, just by a hair, but I definitely did, especially with how much easier the Sona is to use and to get sounding good, not just on the Rodecaster, but across any interface. And then I am working on another video, which isn't currently out yet, but it's between the Earthworks Icon and the Earthworks Ethos, both very good microphones. And in that one, I was really, really shocked. Actually, I'm talking into the Ethos right now because... As I was editing that video specifically, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe how good the Ethos sounds. And I think it might sound better than the Sona, which actually I could. Here's the Ethos and here's the Sona right here. This is me talking into the Sona through the Rodecaster, no processing or anything like that. And this is the Ethos. However, I am going to go and uh, turn on some of that SM7B processing for the Sona. So this is the Ethos. And now this is the Sona with the SM7B process. It almost sounds a little too harsh there. But anyway, I'll take that off again. Now this is just the Sona by itself. Now I'm getting distracted. But that's what you're going to be hearing a lot of in this episode is me uh, going backwards and back and forth between microphones, if that's the thing that you're into. Because basically where I ended up was the situation where I was like, wow, the Sona is really good. I like it a lot. And it works for my voice and my environment. Very important things to keep in mind. And it's an easy microphone to recommend because it works with any interface. The ethos that I'm talking into right now then kind of like threw a curveball into the mix because I think I like the sound of it a little better. I don't think it's quite quite as good at rejecting background noise. In fact, this was so unplanned. I have my 3D printer printing a project right now. So if you hear something in the background, that's what that is. But it ended up being a good little background noise test. So this is how the ethos is rejecting that background noise and this is how the sona does it so sona ethos sona ethos so you know I, it depends on your environment again but overall i really like the tone of the ethos so what i decided to do then there are a few microphones like right off the bat that i know I prefer these over, but there are other microphones I haven't really tested them against. Things like the Rode NT1, the Shure Super 55, the RE20, the Neat Worker B, King B. Like there's all these other microphones I have that I haven't tested these out with. And so what I decided to do just for myself for fun was sit here and start recording comparisons so I could do almost like a little bracketed thing of, you know, which microphone beats which. And whichever one I think sounds the best is just like, that's the one you should use most of the time. doesn't matter which one it is. Uh, and that's what I recorded. But as I got a few minutes into it, I didn't. I just sort of started talking like it was a podcast, even though I never intended anyone else to hear it. And then I realized this might actually be a fun thing for people to hear. So that's what this episode is. I apologize if the beginning of the recording doesn't sound like I'm really making sense or talking to anyone. And that's because I wasn't expecting to be talking to anybody. But um, I'm really curious to listen back to the recording and hear what I think about the microphones. But I am also curious what you think, because we're all going to be listening on different stuff, you know, headphones, phone speakers, really nice sound systems, terrible sound systems, everything in between. I've been on the ethos for pretty much this whole time, by the way. 
So if you listen to this and you want to let me know, definitely feel free to like leave a message on a post somewhere because I'm going to post this on channel members and Patreon and also put the episode up in the regular podcast feed as well as a special episode, a very special episode, like a 1980s sitcom and where we all learn a lesson. Uh, so if you want to reach out there, you can just do Tom at enthusiasmproject.com. Or if you, you know, if we talk on Twitter, Instagram, if you just want to reach out, however you want to send a message and let me know your thoughts about these microphones, I would love to hear them. So with all that being said, let's jump in to the magical mic test. I don't have a transition sound. Ooh, transition. Alrighty, here we go. This is me talking into the SM7B. This is me on the 7B. And uh, yeah, no processing or anything. And then I think I'm going to compare this directly to the Sona. So this is the SM7B. And now this is the Sona. Again, no processing, nothing like that. This is the blue Sona. So I'm going through all these microphones, talking just to hear my voice a little bit. This is the Sona. And again, this is the SM7B. Uh, it's so weird because SM7B sounded amazing. And then when I heard the Sona and came back to it, it sounded almost a little too boxy. But this is the SM7B. And this is the Sona. This is the Sona right here. And this is the Sona. All right. Let's see if I can pause this recording a little bit. Uh, I think there's an easy way to do that, isn't there? Isn't it just... Alrighty, there we go. <laughs> this is our condenser. Well, not our condenser test. So listening back to that, the SM7B sounded great, but I think that the Sona did sound a little bit better. But now I am on the Ethos. So this is the Ethos that I'm talking into right now. And this is the Sona compared to the Ethos. Uh, in my headphones, the Sona sounds maybe... I don't know, maybe it's a little muddier. This is the Sona... And wait, where's the ethos? Wait, did I? I'm still talking into both of them. Okay, this is the Sona um, without the ethos in the background. So this is the Sona without the ethos in the background. And this is the ethos without the Sona in the background. I don't know. Here's the printer. You can hear that in the ethos on the Sona, on the Sona. Sona's definitely better at rejecting background noise. They both sound really, really good. Um, I don't have, I'm going to boost the Sona up a little bit actually to like 29 decibels. It was a little below that. And the Ethos is at 29 decibels as well. So this is the Sona and this is the Ethos. I, uh, this is like such a tough comparison between these two. So be very interesting to see. I'm going to listen back to this and then whichever one of these I think I like best, I'm going, well, like, actually I can just run it through all three of them. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Pause it here. And we are back. This time, I am on the Shore Super 55. This is the Shore Super 55. I am pretty darn close to it. Uh, this is the 55, the Super 55. And then let's go over to the Sona. And now this is the Sona. This is the Sona. And again, this is what the Sona sounds like. And this is what the 55 sounds like. In my headphones, I feel like I'm still leaning towards the Sona, but in, in a vacuum, they all sound great. So 55, Sona, this is the Sona, and this is the 55. And now let's do the 55 versus the Ethos. So this is the 55, and this is the Ethos. This is the Ethos. I had to mute the 55, there, or the Sona there, and the 55. That was the Ethos with all the other ones not being muted. So this is just the Ethos, and now this is just the 55. This is the 55, and this is the Ethos. And my headphones really feel like I got to give this round to, uh, well, not the 55, I guess. I'm going to pause this now. And now we are on the Q9U. This is the Q9U. Uh, 
this is what that sounds like. And this doesn't have any of its switches, but I am gonna turn on the mid boost because it does clear up this microphone a little bit. Uh, this is the Q9U. Actually, I actually think this sounds pretty decent. I'm gonna turn the mids back off and then compare this to the blue Sona. This is the Q9U and this is the Sona. Uh, they almost, I'm kind of surprised at how close they sound, at least in my ears. So this is the Sona and this is the blue. What if I turn on that mid boost again on the, no, this is not the blue. This is the Q9U. I don't know, it's a microphone. <laughs> and uh, then now we will go back over to the Sona. This is the Sona right here. And this is the Q9U with the mid boost on. And now this is the Q9U. This is the Earthworks Ethos. This is the Ethos. And this is the Q9U. Let me go back to just the neutral sound. This is without the mid boost turned on on the Q9U. And this is the Ethos right here. This is the Ethos right here. Gonna pause again. And this is the MV7, the Shore MV7. This is what that sounds like right here. Pretty darn good. I'm realizing halfway through recording this that I might want to share this file. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry if it's a mess. I originally started recording it just for me. And if I don't share it, then it's just going to be me hearing this. But this is the MV7. I think it's actually sounding kind of awesome right now. And let's go over to the Sona. So MV7 and Blue Sona. This is the Blue Sona right here. This is what that sounds like. I think it actually sounds pretty similar. So Blue Sona, MV7. MV7 has a little more of a, I don't know, a brightness or a mid 40, but the Peter Piper, I do have the M, the SM7B windscreen on the MV7 because without that, then it's Peter Piper pitch. Then we have a lot of, a lot of plosives. So I'm gonna put that windscreen back on and then go back over to the Blue Sona. Okay, right there, at least in my headphones, which it always sounds a little different when I play it back. I like the Sona more. But we're gonna go back to the MV7 right now. Still sounds good, maybe a little bit muddy. And then the Earthworks Ethos, which I should also mention there is a small 3D printer in the background. So if you hear that, that's there, but it's kind of a cool little uh, sample of how these microphones reject background noise. So this is the Ethos and this is the MV7. And now I'm on a new microphone. I'm not gonna say what this one is right away. So you can see if you like this microphone or not. This is the mystery microphone. And this is the blue Sona. The blue Sona doesn't sound quite as crisp as the mystery mic. So blue Sona and mystery microphone. Mystery microphone is at a higher gain level. So you can probably hear a lot more background noise. And everything again is going into the Rodecaster Pro 2, which has super quiet preamps and sounds good. So this is the mystery mic. This is the blue Sona. Now this is the blue Sona. Now this is the mystery mic. And this is the mystery mic versus the Earthworks Ethos. Those actually sound weirdly similar. Uh, so this is the Ethos, talking into the Ethos. And this is the mystery mic. Now they don't sound similar to me at all. It's really hard to figure these things out on the fly. The mystery mic in this case that I'm talking into right now is the RE20, the Electro Voice RE20. Definitely a favorite microphone that a lot of people really love. And just for reference, this is the Ethos compared to the RE20. The Ethos needs so much less gain that even though it's a condenser, it doesn't seem to pick up as much background noise. Back to the RE20, which does sound nice and crisp and bright. I guess I could turn on its filter, its low pass filter. And that's what this sounds like, but I don't think it needs to be any brighter. <laughs> and 
This is the blue Sona compared to both of those. Oh, man, it's so hard. It's like fatiguing on the ears to go back and forth between these many. So that everything sounds good when you listen to it by itself. Very hard to put them back and forth. So anyway, uh, blue Sona and last, just a last little quick sample here on the RE20. And this is the last, wow, plosives. And this is the last dynamic microphone in my comparison today. I did turn the gain down a little bit to 48 decibels from um, 50, like five decibels, and none of these have any processing turned on. This microphone right here is the Rode Procaster. So this is the Procaster. The RE20 did have a pop filter on it. I should say this is the Procaster. Procaster versus the Blue Sona. This is the Sona right here. Uh, this is just what the Blue Sona sounds like. And this is what the Procaster sounds like. Uh, I just have to listen back because my ears, it's like I'm almost drunk with sound at this point. So this is the Procaster and this is the Earthworks Ethos. I feel like, I know I'm probably biased, but I feel like when I come back to the Ethos from other microphones, it's like it relaxes my ears a little bit. It just has like a, a more comfortable sound to listen to. Whereas something like the Procaster sounds really good, but it's almost like there's almost like a sharpness to it. And then the Sona in this comparison, which is still sounding quite good, almost just has a little bit of like a midi boxy sound compared to the Ethos over here, which seems to have like the most rich natural sound. Although I should say I did record a podcast yesterday where I was on the Sona and Heather was on the Ethos and both sounded awesome together. Like they worked really well together. All right, now we have moved into condenser microphones. So the Ethos is a condenser. The one I'm using right now is a condenser, which I think is actually sounding really nice. And the Sona is a dynamic. So this is the, oh, I don't know, let's call it a mystery mic. It's another mystery mic, just so you can see if you like it. And then this one right here is the Sona. So Sona versus mystery mic in this case. Um, I don't know, I almost think I kind of prefer the mystery mic. This one right here versus the Sona. Uh, well, the Sona, the Sona is such an easy mic, though, to use. The ease of use is insane. But anyway, mystery mic, we're talking into the mystery mic, and we're talking into the ethos. Actually sounds very close to the mystery mic, maybe just a little less bright. So this is the ethos, and this is our mystery mic, which is sounding really, really, at least in my headphones while I'm recording, Sounds really nice. The mystery mic in this case is the Neat King B2. So this is the King B2. This is the Ethos compared to the King B. This is the King B2. And this is the Sona compared to those. See, now the Sona's sounding so boxy, which it never did before. My ears, maybe your ears too. I don't know. But I'm kind of, let's go back to the King B. Yeah, this sounds really good. I'm also just hand-holding all these mics. So if you hear like, weird handling noise. Uh, that is why that is happening. But the King Bee, I'm impressed. Alrighty, and now we are on another condenser microphone. This is one that I have had for a while, but I haven't spent that much time with. It's actually pretty interesting because it's one that has a cardioid pickup pattern, which is what I'm using right now. It also has an omnidirectional, so I could turn it, and my voice doesn't change that much. And then it also has a bi-directional, so as I turn it, it fades out, and then it comes back. So I could put it in between two sound sources. Got some plosives happening there. And let me turn it back to cardioid. We also have a few other switches here. We have a 70 hertz low-pass filter. 
So this is with that turned on. Oh, it really cut out the sound of the printer. And then this is without that. That was kind of cool. And then we also have a 10 decibel pad. So I guess if I were super loud, I could do that and it would cut my signal a little bit. But this is just the neutral sound of this microphone right here. This is just the neutral sound. And this is the Sona. I was really liking that mystery mic. <laughs> and uh, that's the mystery mic right there. But compared to the Sona, I actually, well, they both sound really good. The mystery mic has a warm tone. It's definitely a unique tone. And this is the mystery mic versus the ethos wow these are sort of similar so this is the ethos and this is the mystery mic which is the warm audio what is it uh, wa47 junior it's like a u47 copy or or something along those lines i wanted to get this microphone because one of my favorite bands the interrupters use this microphone and i thought that that was really cool and I wanted to use it, but I've gotten it and haven't really used it too much. So this is the Warm Audio, I think it's the U47 Junior, something like that. And this is the Earthworks Ethos, and this is the Blue Sona. This is the Blue Sona. Definitely, I can tell you just using these microphones, sound quality aside, it's uh, really easy <laughs> to get a, a signal from the Sona compared to some of the other ones. And back to the Warm Audio. This This is... This is a very interesting sounding microphone. I feel like this is a very special sound, but I don't know that's the sound I would want to use for everything all the time. Yes. And we're back on another microphone. I'm not going to do the mystery mic thing on this one. Uh, this one, we did the Big Brother a while ago. This is almost um, maybe not a super helpful test, but this is the original Neat Worker Bee, and I'm not using the pop filter that came with it because I left it in the closet. So this is the Neat Worker Bee, which uh, I am really really enjoying the sound of right now the worker bee and the blue sona worker bee to the sona i feel like at least in my headphones right now i'm preferring the worker bee it sounds really really nice it's a it's a fun microphone i have a whole video about this one and then over to the earthworks ethos the condensers are so much closer in sound quality so this is the ethos and this is the worker bee the price difference between these is insane, uh, but they don't make the Worker B1 anymore. They do have a Worker B2, which is like, I don't know, it's like 100 bucks or something. Um, so this is that, and this is the Ethos. This is the Ethos right here, and this is the Sona. This is the Sona. And up to the next mic. Right now, I'm very curious. I've been so curious to see this one specifically. This was kind of why I wanted to start doing this test in the first place, was to see how this microphone stacked up. Uh, this is the Rode NT1, not the NT1A, but just the regular Rode NT1, and this is the Blue Sona. Okay, I feel, see, this is where it's like I was more than happy and satisfied with the Blue Sona sound prior to doing this. Now, I feel like I really prefer the condenser sound. This is the NT1, and this right here is the Earthworks Ethos. Almost, wait, was there even a difference? Ethos and NT1. No, there's definitely a difference. I'm listening through headphones. I guess it depends on what you're listening to this on. This is the NT1 right here, and this is the Ethos. The crazy thing, though, is that the NT1 is, even with the Ethos's price drop, still like half the price of the Ethos. So Ethos, NT1, NT1 right here, Blue Sona right here. 
And the second to last microphone that I have to go through right now is a very interesting one that I actually do like quite a bit, but um, some people sort of make fun of because they say it looks like an air filter from a car. This is the 512 Audio Skylight? Limelight. I get them mixed up. It's the one that looks like a car filter. That's what everybody says when they see it. I think it looks cool, but that's what it's called. So this is that microphone, and this is the Ethos. This is the Ethos right here. I think I'm preferring this one versus the 512 Audio right here, which I do like when I just listen to this one. 512 Audio is also owned by Warm Audio. So it's like they're, I think it's the more budget brand of Warm Audio. And just for, I guess, just for reference, this is the Sona. Um, the Sona, I guess it's sort of hard to say here, but the Sona does have the best, I think, overall noise rejection of the mic some testing, I think. And Aside from the SM7B, the best um, like shock mount handling noise rejection as well. So doesn't play into overall sound quality, but does definitely affect usability. This is the Sona. See, the more that I talk on it, ears adjust to it, and it sounds really great. And then you switch over to another microphone, and the other microphone sounds, sounds a little bit harsh until the ears adjust. And then this is the 512. And then we go over to the Earthworks. I feel like... There, there is that thing. This is why mic reviews are always hard to do. Is Now this has turned into a podcast. Microphone, mic, mic reviews are always hard to do because of, of exactly that. Any microphone, pretty much, I could take and just make a whole video about it, and it would probably sound pretty good. It's when you start comparing them that your ears start adjusting to different things. And it, it's sort of easy to say, yes, I like this one better than that one, or let's go back to the 512 or to decide you don't like the sound of a microphone. But when you start going back and forth, it takes time for your ears to adjust. And once you get used to something, it's almost like anything different sounds bad. This is a 512. And this is the Blue Sona. This is the Blue Sona uh, right here. We'll go to the last microphone, and then I'll finish that thought that I had. This just became a podcast. And this is the last microphone I have in my comparison. This is one of, this has been historically one of my favorites. So we'll see how it stacks up. This is the Lewitt LCT240 Pro. They make the 440, which is a higher end one. The LCT240 is, it's pretty affordable. It's like $150, I think, 160, something like that. Um, I had to buy the shock mount and the pop filter that goes with it. So it was a little over $200, but still, I love this microphone. I love Lewitt microphones. This is the Lewitt. This is the Ethos compared to the Lewitt. This is the Ethos. Now back on the Lewitt. The Lewitt is really good at being a, a smooth yet crisp sounding microphone. So this is the Lewitt and this is the Blue Sona. They almost sound similar in some ways, but the Sona right now to me sounds a little boxier. I don't like saying my opinion because then it like influences even me listening back later, but I'm just saying what I hear. This is the Sona and this is the Lewitt. The thought that I was having about going back and forth between microphones is that it it's tough to then compare what sounds objectively best. That's why as I've been editing videos and I'm sort of working with specific microphones, I'm just noticing which one seems to sound better longer. And back over here on the Ethos, what I think I've noticed, I think even now, is while I do really love the sound of the Ethos and I think that it competes or beats pretty much any other microphone, at least listening while recording in headphones, the ethos is the least fatiguing. When I come back to it, it seems like it needs the less, the least amount of time to adjust. So this is the ethos. This is the Lewitt right here. Wow, this microphone is really nice sounding. I really like the Lewitt. Plus it's white. It's a really cool looking microphone if you've never seen it. 
And it, and another cool thing though, the Lewitt, uh, the capsules that Lewitt makes in this microphone are also the capsules that Elgato makes and puts in their um, their microphones. So when you get like the Elgato Wave mics, they use Lewitt capsules. So that's just kind of a cool thing. Not that I've really used many Elgato mics, but it's a neat thing about them. So this is the Lewitt. This right here is the Ethos. This is the Ethos. Back over here to the Lewitt and back over here to the Sona. See, between these one, between these three, I it's almost for me. Well, now see, oh my gosh, my ears are adjusting to the Sona. So now I'm preferring the Sona over the others. But if we go back to the Lewitt, the Lewitt sounds, it almost sounds processed, but in a good way. And then the Ethos right here, the ethos really does just kind of feel good, right? I, I don't know. At least that's, I'll be interested to listen back and I'll be interested uh, for feedback. I was, again, just recording this for myself and then halfway through realized, hey, maybe I should share this. So, uh, yeah, if you have any thoughts on which microphone you think sounds the best or which two, definitely let me know. You can reach out however you want. Um, if you don't know of a way or social media, just tom at enthusiasmproject.com works really well. One thing I would like to do before we wrap up, so this is the ethos that I've been talking into. This is the Lewitt LCT240. And this, back to where it started on the SM7B. So just to kind of go back, this is the SM7B right here, and this is the Blue Sona right here. So the Blue Sona, actually right now, totally different sound than the SM7B that I'm listening to right now, which is also different from the ethos that I'm talking into right now. Wow, Ethos sounds really smooth, SM7B sounds really smooth, but Ethos right here, I think I definitely prefer. And then going from Ethos to Sona is also kind of a tough one. Ah, and then Sona, where is it? Sona to SM7B is also a really tough one. I I, I have to listen back to this, so I don't know. Uh, that's I guess that's where we're at. Let's wrap up. I think that if I had to choose one of these right now, just based on listening to just the recording, I think I would choose the Ethos. But I need to listen back to the recording, and I would definitely love to hear what you think as well. This became, uh, I guess, a special episode. So thank you for listening to the special episode. Do I have my, like, could I play like an outro? I don't need to play an outro. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so... If you have thoughts on these, again, Tom at enthusiasmproject.com or just uh, however, if you talk to me on you know Instagram or Twitter or whatever, just send me a message there. I would love to know what you think because, yeah, this is very interesting. And again, there's a 3D printer in the background. I apologize. But hey, it's all part of the test. So see you later.